0: Here we are, episode eighty-one. Welcome to another episode of Pop Apologist, Chandler, my sister, my co-host, my one true love. Thrilled to be here with you today, Chandler. likewise, likewise. So, so much has happened. So much to get into. Really, the last seven days have been action-packed. Oh my gosh! Well, first of all, um, and this is probably the biggest news of all: Kagan turned thirty. He so. did. Wow. How does it feel? You know, I really prefer dating someone in his 20s. So I know. So I'm trying to acclimate. I'm trying to adjust. Right. Um, I mean, my see, Puma it- status is just not as solid anymore. Right. I mean, I just think that men are hotter in their 20s. And once Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's sad. Yeah. Well, Ben turned 30, you know, this past <sighs> summer. and am so sorry. Yeah, I- I'm on the other side of it, but it's not great. Yeah, it's just a different vibe, you know, it's less predatory on our end, which right, is unfortunate. Right. mm hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I'm <laughs> grappling with that. Um Right. I mean, it's just like is not 18, you know. Wow, no. I'm gonna get canceled. Exactly. Okay. It's like I missed the countdown to um no longer a minor. Right. That's really <laughs> never mind. I don't want to go to jail. And scene. You know what's funny? <laughs> yes. You don't want to go to jail, but I want you to know that today on all of my calls, I look like a um, extra. Muscle? I look like an extra. Okay. Rude that you already assumed that I look bad. Um, but today I would describe my look as extra on black, Orange is the New Black. Mm, because perfect. my hair is, you know, 20, 20 to 30% greasy. Mm-hmm. And my I've been wearing like an oversized white t-shirt Mm-hmm. And I like this look, especially when, you know, it's, like, tucked into a pair of jeans. Like, Courtney kind of does it often, copied her per usual. But when you're wearing an oversized white T-shirt at your desk job, like, there's just, right. like, a different – It just – there's not a level of chicness to it. It just really looks like you're a someone who's in prison who's wearing, like, a jumpsuit with a white T-shirt. Well, what I like about it is it reflects a sense of corporate realism for <laughs> your overlords, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like – she, she is in prison, you know, a prison called the workplace. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. The, uh, yeah, the eight hour workday or was it nine? I don't know. It's never ending. Any hours in the workday or hours behind bars, in my opinion. Right. Um, right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the thing. They don't deserve you in a cute outfit and a cute pair of earrings polished, ready to go taking notes, bright-eyed, you know, eyes wide, yeah. dull-eyed, ready to create value for shareholders, they deserve to see the reality, right? what you really look like, what right. you really feel. I mean, my rationale for posting any thirst trap is really at this point just to prove to my coworkers who've never met me in person that I am a hot person because right. I'm not giving that to them Monday through Friday. Like, I, I'm in a s- – it's bad. My like my work looks are getting progressive progressively worse to the point where I'm getting really nice, sensitive comments when I do look good. Like your hair right. looks so nice today. Wow. What a cute top. Like you can tell that these people are worried and they're concerned. Yeah. They're, they're not thinking they need to send you like a number for a hotline to call. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mate. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's the follow up. <laughs> Oh and how are you today? How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways. Anyways. Um yes, Kagan turned 30. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. We also need to get into Gigi and Zane, the dissolution. I mean Yolanda and Zane. Those are the two parties here. I mean, Gigi, I don't know where she stands on all this, but I don't think she's standing strong enough by Yolanda's side. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's well, that's my I'm hot take. That's to, a sneak peek of that. I'm excited to get into that with you. Um, and then, you know, to continue belaboring the point that working is one of the worst things to ever happen to women um, and humanity in general, we're gonna we're gonna shit talk some LinkedIn posts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the agenda. So I hope you that's all on the buckle in. Yeah. Please. Okay, but before we do that, I want to say, I want to say to people. Um, We released on Monday, yesterday, recording on a Tuesday, we released a one hour and 15 minute Patreon bonus episode where we chat with David Yontef of Behind the Velvet Rope podcast who is an insider, knows all the housewives. It was a really fun conversation. We get into all things Vanderpump Rules this season. Chandler and I watched the entire season so far, all like six episodes that are out. Give all our thoughts on the storylines, the characters. We chat Lala and Randall, Mm -hmm. additional there. We get very into the Dorit, Kemsley robbery. So if, you know, you know the drill. Link's in the show notes. If you sign up, you support the pod, you keep us alive. You make our haters. You give squash our haters with every dollar that you put in our coffer. How's that? Oh, my. that Poetry. Poetry. (laughs) I want that read a lot at my funeral. (laughs) Coffers, haters, squash. If I do perish, I want everyone to become Mm -hmm. a Patroni for life. You know what I mean? And And I'm not sure where the money will go. I mean, the money goes to me not to oh. your offspring. It goes to me. That's, That's amazing. That's fun. so nice of you to think of me in this way. I mean, just like it's like life insurance, but for our sister friendship. You know, I do have to say, sweet. I I did make you the beneficiary of my 401k, lest I perish, which I thought was very nice. I called you for your social. I was like, I have to choose someone. Yeah. If there's anyone in this world, it's this you. This was a scam. You called, me, you called me for my social for other reasons. <laughs> No, no, it was not a scam. I'm I'm not Jen Shaw. But the irony of that is when I was setting up my 401k, um, once I realized how much money I was taking out of my paycheck each week or each month, I uh, I promptly called up the HR guy to cancel that 401k. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) sorry about it. I've also made serious adjustments to my 401k uh, at at current and previous jobs. I've been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, let's not be too aggressive about how much money we're saving here. Okay, right. let's not be crazy. let thats yeah. crazy that we've, um, yeah, yeah. It, it reminds yeah. me of the time that I took my contribution to Greenpeace down. Do you know this story? Mm. No, I don't. Um, I don't. I, I don't know if I've ever know you plan. donated I'll, to anything in your life. But. I'll make it snappy. Basically, uh, during high school, I became a radicalized liberal, and you know, saw the fate of our planet slipping through our fingers. Oh. So I was outside. I was walking out out of the grocery store, and I saw and as someone approached me from Greenpeace, they asked me to sign up. I immediately, you know, <laughs> just like, you know, I was like, I could not sign up fast enough. I could not give them my credit card information fast enough. Right. Well, at that time, and honestly, you know, I, I haven't come that far from it since. I only have at any, at, at that time, I only had at any given moment, you know, about $50 or less in my checking account. Mm-hmm. And I think the initial sign up was like $25, or that was how much like you had at the standard contribution a month. So then I, um, you know, after about a month or two of paying these dues and realizing that I was in over my head, I called Greenpeace and asked them, hey, what's the lowest amount I can give to still be a member of Greenpeace technically? (laughs) To still have this badge of honor. Right, right. And it was five cents. And I said, that sounds absolutely great. Thank you so much. (laughs) Have a nice day. (laughs) It's just great to know the things you'll do for the planet, the things that Greta Thunberg can count on you for. I mean, she could never, she could never match my my no. enthusiasm my junior year of high school. Oh, right. Yeah, your level of dedication. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, Lauren, tell me about Kagan's birthday. So it was a fun, really fun birthday. We went out with like a bunch of people for dinner um, and drinks. Like we went to this beautiful roof rooftop. It was amazing. It was a beautiful experience. He had 23 people at his birthday dinner. That's insane. That's crazy. Which is the most insane part about it is we moved here in January. The fact that he has twenty three new friends is insanity to me. It's kind of sick, um, frankly. <laughs> yes, frankly, there must be something else going on, right? Um, anyway, but no, the funny part was is so a week before his birthday, I had I had long planned for this year to get him um, a gift card to the to Porsche to do the Porsche driving experience, a course in Puerto Rico no it's in LA so it would just be for the next oh, time right. we're gonna be in LA okay. for like very soon okay so um so anyway so I was gonna get I was gonna get him that and and I also got him a book of the Porsche at eleven. he's very he, he's very into Porsches right now okay cool yeah so um anyway randomly he was like rifling through my stuff looking for something okay unacceptable also shady as hell just kidding I love he you, was Kagan. like looking for something random and I think it was like a ball. He was looking for a ha- his hat. And anyway, um, he was like, what's in this box? He never goes in my stuff and he would n- never generally, uh, I don't know. It just was so fluky that he literally yeah, just yeah. Opens, opens the box and sees the Porsche book. <gasps> and so, of course, I'm like. I'm like devastated cuz I'm just like of course right. he knows what I'm not just getting him a book. He knows that I'm going to give him, you know, like this thing. Um right. It felt very obvious to me. And I was just like honestly really really bummed. And yeah. because I do like I do like a momentous moment you, when you give someone a present. To me that wouldn't have bothered back to me quickly. That wouldn't have bothered me because I don't. I'm not a great gift giver, but you are an excellent gift giver, and you definitely spend a lot of time and you know money often. Not Thank with you. Me in recent times, but um, you know, with other people in your life, you spend a lot of money on them for their birthdays, and I think that it would be a big letdown if someone like you know spoiled the surprise. Yeah, especially like because Kagan can really he, you know, he, he's a guy that can get what he wants. So right, right. there's not a lot of stuff where he's going to be super excited or like, like it's just hard to get someone something when they, you know, they, they basically already get themselves whatever they want. What do you get the man who has everything? The girl, the job, the apartment? I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things Kagan has. No, no, the windsurfing no, board. Thing, the thing that he would actually want would be like, like $40,000. You know what I mean? Like the, I can't afford to get him the stuff that, that he would really, really love. He wants $40,000 cash for his birthday. No, Try I mean, like- again. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's just like like the, the things that he would actually think be super stoked by are like very expensive. Things I yeah, can't afford. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, totally. So anyway, he discovers this. I start crying and essentially make of this course. all about myself. Absolutely. And so- That's the only way out of the situation. And how deeply disappointed I am that now the spoil, the surprise is ruined. I mean, he, he has no respect, no boundaries. It's just like a, you, you could bring in a whole host of things here. Right. Exactly. I, I I don't get angry at him. I'm just deeply, deeply sad. And um, and I make it a moment where he now has to comfort me. Um, So I'm a of special course. kind of nightmare. <laughs> it's amazing the superpowers you and I uh, both have and share. I also t- let him know that I have not yet purchased the driving experience and so um he no longer is getting this present because the sp- surprise is ruined. Right. He now has a punishment. Um I can – like the I have the to just been else. slashed and now I'm like yes. I mean I that that's the main thing. It's like main thing is finding something else that would be cool. So anyway, long story short, I decide, you know what? I'm just going to prank him. I'm going to prank him. So I went on like pr- Priceline.com or Booking.com and I booked us two nights at the Laguna Surf and Sand this December when we're going to be in California. I got him two nights there and I was like, this will be so funny because I'm going to have to – I'm going to watch him pretend to be excited to go stay at like a a, a decent literally hotel do, in Laguna. Yeah. Like a, a vacation in your hometown. This is not an exciting gift. Also, you know, weekends away, it's really a present for me. If I get us a, a couple nights a, right. at a hotel, that's a gift to myself so that I can go on another yeah, vacation. Yeah. Which is a great so I'm like, this gift. Is be- and you should be so lucky to be dating someone, you know, who understands how to make herself happy and her man happy. It's true. And so anyway, I printed out the reservation. I promptly canceled it because this was not a real gift. And then I um, put it in a card and, and so anyway, so on his birthday, he like opened up his card and, and it was like, baby, I'm so excited. I can't wait to like, you know, have this moment together. <laughs> um, and he was like, wow, this is so nice. Thank you so much. And so he was very sweet about it and it was very cute. And then, um, and then he opened, you know, like another, like his little gift bag. And I was like, oh, it's just a little something. And then I got him the Porsche thing. Oh, cute. So, okay. And I was like, just kidding. And it was cute and kind of, I mean- Kind of funny. It's not that great of a story. Sorry. Kind of anticlimactic. Oh, you know, I wouldn't know what that's like. But um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, I think that's funny. I like a prank rolled up in a in a B day gift. It's very cute. Um I had to have an element of surprise, even yeah. if it was and he was surprised. He was he was actually genuinely surprised. He yeah, was like, wait, yeah. that was fake. So it was kind of a cute moment. That is cute. That is very cute. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, Mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my Mm -hmm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. Strangely, tastes really good like chocolate milk. It's a super fast, easy, quick snack. Also, I just love that the ingredients are clean, they're grass-fed. It's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories. It is just the best protein powder out there. Everyone, go to cleansimpleeats.com and use the promo code pop apologist for 10% off. That's pop apologists for 10% off. Cleansimbleeats.com, pop apologist for 10% off. everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. earlybirdcbd.com. POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Do yourself a favor. Try the gummies. They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. earlybirdcbd.com. So anyway... um. Sorry, for, sorry if that story was a little boring and not that exciting, but well, let's move on. That's okay because I actually do have a funny story that I haven't told you about. Oh, great! Um, so, I get emails from recruiters. It's pretty normal just to like you know be in a creative industry and to get emails from different recruiters from you know different companies. You know, asking you. I mean, recruiters literally send out hundreds of emails every single day, so it's not like I'm anything special. But okay. recently, I got a series of pretty aggressive emails from a recruiter. Okay. Okay. And I'm, and I'm like wondering if I should share what company it's for. It's not for an advertising agency. It's literally for a brand. Um, but I finally had had enough and I emailed them back.
1: Okay. And
0: (laughs) so I'm just going to tell you, I'm just going to read you a few snippets. Okay. Um, so I get an email from this person. I, and I, I thought it was a man because of honestly how aggressive it was, but then I realized it was from a woman named Diane, which maybe makes the story even better, okay? Okay. The first email. Hi, Chandler. Hope it's okay to reach out to you here, but I came across your info while running a search and wanted to invite you to a hiring event we're holding here in blah, blah, blah. It's it's very standard, okay? I didn't respond to this. This was on October 25th, okay? Okay. October 27th, two days later, I get, hi again, Chandler. (laughs) Yes guessing your swamp since i haven't heard back from you so just let me know if you're not interested but i thought i'd give it another shot so the, okay. and then like the body of the email continues with more you know things about this hiring event i'm like okay this person's aggressive this person is like you know definitely you know wanting to follow up but i'm still not responding okay okay then two days later is this still chandler bledsoe i was Please thinking stop. I'm not kidding. Is this still Chandler Bledsoe? I was thinking I might have had, I might have the wrong Chandler since I haven't heard back yet. In any case, just let me know if I'm barking up the wrong tree here, but I'm hoping we can open a conversation about that blank hiring event I've been trying to reach you about. Okay. <laughs> can you, okay, so then, and then the subject line was, that's still you, Chandler? Oh. So God. that was two days later. And then finally, she emails me on Halloween, okay? Like on a Sunday morning. <laughs> okay it's just like it's Wait, the last email was on a sunday that you just read no no this is one is coming this is so now oh, we're have, f- email another. number four the chat which hit me on a sunday which to me is like uh immediate no no i'm immediately now in a bad mood if you think it's acceptable to like reach out to somebody on a weekend weekend like right, right. i don't want to work for a company where their recruiter feels comfortable doing that right um hi chandler oh one last thing is the subject matter one last thing dot 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 hi chandler Thought I'd try you one last time, but since I haven't heard back from you, I'm guessing you're just too busy or not interested right now. With that in mind, I'll reach out to you again about this blank hiring <laughs> event. <laughs> Anyways, so then I just I just fired off a little response. That's all. And I don't know that my response is like I tried to be kind of nice instead of rude, but I had a, definitely had a rude one crafted and then Ben talked me down. But can you believe that? Can you just like uh- – I am here to tell you something and I am about to um, – I'm about to blow your mind a little bit potentially. What? This what? lady did not email you individually. You are on a big spreadsheet.
2: Oh, absolutely. these
0: are auto sequences – so right. she has no idea that she... Well, she knows she's emailed you five times, but she's also emailed a thousand other people five times. Exactly. Exactly. So she's not really interested if, to know, does this email what? still belong to you on her blood cell? Was this is hard? this still you? No, I know it's like copy-paste, but I'm just like, are you four emails and no response? Like, is this a drip marketing campaign, like, to hire me? That's exactly it's what that so, is. It's, it's not, so annoying. It's not even copy-paste. It's like, literally, because my business, we u- utilize cold emails so much. It is it is a spreadsheet. It is all automated. All A bunch of people went emailed the exact same thing five times. And what's so interesting about it is even though you kind of subliminally know what's happening, when you get those emails, you really do think there's one person who's emailing you a bunch. Like it, it well, feels that way. I just like – I knew that it was like a mass thing because – spoiler alert, this is for Carvana, okay? I didn't think that like I was the one writer <laughs> who had been selected to work at Carvana. Um, but hey. it was truly just the cadence and the fact that they were okay with one going out over the weekend. Right. Right. You know, well, I'm, well, I, uh, I, I, I hope your, your strategies work well, Lauren, because you know, they're, they're not working for me. Well, uh, cold email is, is really tough and I can tell you people get very angry. Uh, we do get, yes. you know, it's just like, stop, like all caps, like never email me again. I'm yeah, anyway, it's it can get aggressive. We only send one though. So, and that's actually not best practice, but we only send one. Um, and you know, I'm not going to get into it anyway. Um, that's hilarious though. That's absolutely hilarious. I think it's like I don't mind one cold email from someone, it's like the fifth one in the row in a row that's just like, please stop, please. Right. No, it's just like, it's like if i'm getting I, I just i guess it to me it's not even about like use this 20 percent off discount it's like will you get hired by me right now like it just had this, right. this crazy urgency that felt like so strange
2: right. so i just also I- the
0: the passive aggression was just like kind of amazing guess you're too swamped like who's just who uses that word I, you know, it. But it, this is subjective. Like you're reading that into it. You, they could have been writing it. I mean, like, I guess you're Don't like guess like using, me right now. They're I'm not just guessing. saying. I'm not sure that that's was the intended tone. And I'm sure there's some sort of like consumer data that they have that they probably paid a lot of money for that said that if you send an email asking if this is still the same person, that you'll get a response. I mean, also, I will tell you that when you reply. It increases yeah. their email deliverability. Okay. so' am going to block this person right now. What it does is it tells the email servers that, I respond. this, that you oh, responded man. and this is now a conversation. Uh.
2: It,
0: if you report it as spam, then that actually really hurts them. But if you reply ever, you have just helped that person. Okay. I'm literally so. reporting them as spam. But like I mean I wouldn't, uh, I don't I don't really approve of, of reporting stuff as spam. Really? Um, does it really hurt people? I mean, I report emails as it spam does all hurt. the time. It does hurt. Then you know what you're listed as? What? Um that's so funny. You would be listed as don't do not mail as a like an honorary email person. Um uh, if you report a lot of spam Fine. because we filter all of Fine. our email lists through like a a, a service and yeah. there are people that literally are flagged as like Co- co- frequent spam reporters. So well, good. I'm glad. I'm. Oh my gosh! I didn't even tell you Karen about this. i sorry. And what? I've got another great. I've got. Maybe I did already tell you. I don't know. I call mom the other day from my phone yeah. number, and I okay. just get ring, 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 ring. fix up line, clicks. Can you take me off your calling list? Wait, <laughs> that's what that's what mom said to you. Yes, because I called the house number. You know, can you take me off your calling list? Stop. Stop. Cold as fudging ice. <sighs> the most shrill voice you've ever heard. You know, can you take me off your calling list? She actually, I think, told me explicitly that I couldn't share this on the podcast, but I just couldn't help myself. Wait, why wait, Why could you not tell? That's hilarious. I think she, was in, actually she, was, she felt hilarious. so bad and was so embarrassed. But, like it was just i was like mom she it's didn't me. recognize your like your palo alto number, probably yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Am- that's actually amazing oh my gosh cuz mom is like so aggro when she gets aggro. and so i can just imagine the severity oh, in her tone it was so real it was so real it was like oh. it was it was chilling <gasps> honestly oh what? okay well i'll actually i'm going to tell you another story we might never get to the content today you guys yeah, we might never fine we'll see what happens anyway um okay so i got a call from uh someone and they left oh actually you know i'm just gonna play it for you let's just play it on the airwaves okay you tell me what your reaction would have been to getting this voicemail okay
2: my name is amy and i have made several attempts to reach you in regards to a complaint that has been filed listing you as The respondent, at this point, you have failed to comply with all correspondence. I do need to speak with either yourself or retained counsel within 48 hours of this message, at which point, without any contact, I will be forced to file this as a refusal to cooperate and outsource your processing. I can be reached directly at 716-272-3396.
0: Okay. I'm not sure what your response is to that mm-hmm. voicemail, mm-hmm. but I was terrified. I was utterly um, terrified. Yeah. I think like you are a business owner. I'm just like a cog. So I would have been less, I think, terrified, but as a business owner, absolutely terrified. Like I was just like, is someone suing me? Right, um, right. Like, you know, what do I not know about? Because obviously I'm in Puerto Rico, so I could just kind of assume like anything truly terrible that would happen to me, like being sued or something like that, it Would t- maybe it'd be hard for them to get to me. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's doom brain. It's doom brain. Right, so right. Like, I mean, I know. I'm. I always, yeah, I feel it. Yeah. I was like, of course, the moments come, the hammer is dropping in my life. And so I called this person back. And I was like, uh, hi, this is Lauren for Amy. Uh, she, like, takes a minute. And then she's like, who? And I'm like – and I gave her my phone number. Yeah. And she, like, clearly, clearly – now I realize has a list of people she's calling. Oh, my gosh. And then she goes, are you – What? <laughs> I'll bleep that out. I'll bleep out the name. Yeah. Let's just say there's someone in our life uh, who oh. – has debt collectors after this person? Yeah, and we get all sorts of. We all get aggressive phone calls, and somehow, somehow they get our number and they call us. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they're able to get our number. Oh, they called so you before, sad. right? No, that makes me really sad, though. No, no, not that person. But you've been called before to get to this person. No, you've never I don't been think called. So. Well, I also have been oh. using my like work phone number permanently, but like, oh right, right, right yeah anyway um it was very scary so i and then i just like cussed her out and i was like you cannot like and she didn't care at all she basically hung what did up you say me, what did you say oh my gosh! i was, so just here like, for- you, I was yeah. like you cannot you cannot tell someone that they're the respondent which says that they are responding right. to a legal matter right okay right. like you cannot tell someone that they are the respondent and that you need to speak to their attorney right and, uh, It's just, it's so scary to get that message. And they, the same, they called mom too,
2: and mom said she
0: was really, really freaked out until she remembered my story. But she said it took her a minute. But at first, her like blood ran cold because she was afraid too. Right, the dad or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Remember when we spammed people with uh, DMs? Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad, bad chapter.
2: We we're a, trying new growth st-
0: strategies, okay? Oh my gosh. Never again. Never again. We're just gonna stay small. Right, right. We're just gonna stay small, keep growing slowly but surely. Okay. Okay. Um let's get into the Yolanda and Zane drama, shall yeah. we? Let's get into the Yolanda and Zane drama, shall yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna walk us through this tale. Please do. First of all, um, I wanna know about your feelings about this whole about Yolanda and Zane and Gigi pre this incident. Lauren, the wall behind you, it's quite barren. What's going on there? <laughs> you know what? I find getting things framed to be very stressful. And so I've just never done it. I don't basically have anything framed in my home. And it's sad for me. It's very sad, which is why we are so lucky to be sponsored by Framebridge right now. cute frames, beautiful, sleek, modern. So you can just hang your gallery wall and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a lay person like yourself. Everyone at why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge
2: store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.
0: I mean, going into this incident, you know, if someone had stopped me on the street corner and said, tell me everything you know about Zayn Malik, I would have said, I know he has a heroin problem. I oh, know, man. I know that like he is shorter than Gigi Hadid, which like you know <laughs> not not something that really matters, but just when it you know when the facts come to mind, they you know they're not always the kindest. Um, and <laughs> I, I know this is really sorry that reveals a dark part about me. I don't actually care that much, but um, I just think that's interesting. You know, it's just a little interesting. Anyways, um, I know that he was, like, a big reason why One Direction split up. To me, he seems like a volatile character in the stage of life. And so um, Yolanda is obviously a beloved housewife from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She um, has a book called- two supermodels. Right. She has a book called Believe Me, which is about her Lyme disease. Um, Mm. One time I tried to ask my mom if she could be more like Yolanda because Yolanda was really chill and that did not end well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I got for you. Okay. Um, so that's interesting that you knew that he was volatile. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he so also, I, sorry, one last thing. Like a couple months ago, he was like involved in some bar fight with her. He was like yelling homophobic slurs. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Zayn is just not at all interesting to me. Agreed. Um, and I've always thought that she was slumming it in that relationship. I've always thought that she could do so much better Oh, Zayn Malik. I – yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I get that he's really attractive. He has a beautiful face. But this is – he definitely always seemed to me like, oh, that's the guy you date at 22. That's the guy, mm-hmm. like, the hot face you cannot right. get past at 22. Um, and I was always a little like, ugh. You know, I wish – I wish she had not had her first child with him. Although I do love young mothers, as we all know. Um you know, let's – we we can walk down our, my mem- memory lane of me strolling Target another time. Um, and I – so I do love that she is a young mother, maybe creating that trend, giving right. faith to humanity. Right. I mean, it's kind of dark, but I do think that, like – I don't think that this was, like, an expected pregnancy, I'll be honest. Mm. And I do – you know, people have abortions all the time. And I thought – I did think it was very interesting that she was, like – that she wanted to, like, have the baby and, like, you know – I don't know. It's just because he's been well, like they've been off and on for a very, very long time. That's true. But honestly, and I think that this is really the key. This is like maybe kind of dark, but a lot of times people have abortions because they can't afford a kid. Right. And right. I think almost like the new flex is like literally. Oh yeah, I'll have a kid right now. No problem. Not yeah. like I mean, a I flex know it's more. Compli- I know it's more complicated than that, but yeah, I mean, I think it's absolutely true that people can't afford to have a kid and that's a lot of times the reason I just mean get it's abortions. Like, it's kind of a celebrity flex. Like these really young celebrities like a Kylie Jenner, like having kids now at right. a very young age. Well and can honestly, be a little bit of like a a flex. And truly having a kid as a celebrity when you can hire help and, you know, basically completely like outsource any part of the job that's exactly. really hard for you, like exactly. is a completely different scenario than like a normal person having a kid on an accident with someone who's not like a great boyfriend. A million percent. A million percent. Um I think it's only unwise on that she's now chained herself financially to Zane for the rest of the yeah. child till the yeah. child's eighteen. Yeah. Um this is another thing for celebrities getting pregnant is literally hitting Pater. Like people might think like, "Oh, like she's a model. She right. you know, having a baby, you know, that could hurt her career." Yeah. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. Suddenly, m- like mommy is money people. Like mm-hmm. if you yeah, have a mo- so if you have kids and now you can suddenly cash endorse cow. diapers, cash cow. There is so much money cash to be calf, had. as I should say, calf. Cash calf. Oh, sorry. Wow, Chandler had to, the, Chandler. I had to, had to She's, really. I'm a writer. I'm a writer. She's on top of her game today. Um, yes, that they're they're little cash cabs for these star for these starlets, um, and so it like Kylie baby. Lala has a baby line. They all have baby products, and they endorse baby companies, and it opens up an entirely new market. So anyway, it's like almost the op- It's the opposite for a celebrity. It's hitting pay dirt. It's not this thing that's going to be so expensive. It's the opposite. So. Anyway, I can understand why she had the baby. I love that she did. I didn't know anything about Zayn's issues. So, okay, let's cut to what actually happened. Um, TMZ first breaks the story. Yolanda, and this is what they say. Yolanda Hadid claims Zayn Malik struck her last week, and she's seriously considering filing a police report. The sources said that they don't have details but about what cl- what triggered the assault, but Yolanda stands by her account. Okay. So then Zayn issues a statement to TMZ, okay? Right. Which, might I add, was very convoluted and confusing. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, He says, I adamantly deny striking Yolanda Hadid, and for the sake of my daughter, I decline to give any further details, and I hope that Yolanda will reconsider her false allegations and move toward healing these family issues in private. You know, keep it on the Pennsylvania farm, Yolanda. Right, right, right. What happens in that bucolic paradise, Mm -hmm. seemingly, seeming paradise, stays stays on the pastoral Mm -hmm. landscape. Anyway, um, well, Yolanda files a police report. Okay? Um, Which is pretty intense. Yes, very intense. So in the police report, it is revealed that Zane called Yolanda a effing, but the real word. Effing Dutch slut, uh-huh. and ordered her to stay away from my effing daughter. Okay, uh-huh. uh-huh. and then he also said, and no one knows why he said this, but he said the the phrase, "the effing sperm that came out came out of my effing cock." Gosh, we are really classing it up no, around it's here. Like, it's- <laughs> no cussing today, mom and dad. No cussing. I mean, that out, the fact that we just have that very graphic tidbit and no context is truly beyond me. I don't really understand. I almost Incredibly wish they would have spa- spared us that tidbit yeah. without some context because, like, that's, like, when my eyes start to spin. He then allegedly shoved Yolanda into mm-hmm. a dresser, causing mental anguish and physical pain. That's what the police report says. Yeah. Apparently, Gigi's on the phone during... At some point, Gigi is called, mm-hmm. and it sounds like Zayn called Gigi, mm-hmm. and Zayn said, "Strap on some effing balls and defend your partner against your effing mother in my house." Yes, because um, they were at Zayn and Gigi's house in Pennsylvania. Correct, and Gigi was in Paris at the time. Yeah, yeah. So this all went down around September twenty eighth. Um. Additionally, there's a sec- there was a security guard on hand. And according to the documents, Zane s- screamed at him, "Get the f out of my effing house, Copper." Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, is it Zane like English or something? Yeah, he is. Okay, they always. They, I think they do say "coppers" to refer yeah. to cops yeah. in England. Okay, that's common. very astute of you, Lauren. Wow, well, well done. it's not. It's I, not know, like I a... think. I think people in the UK actually say the word "copper." It's just cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think <don't... laughs> like you've uncovered something new. I don't know. I didn't know if like maybe that was like the guy's name and it's like a, like a, like it was like a metal, you know what I mean? Like copper. Um, I I was, it was unclear to me anyway. Oh, you felt like the material? Yeah. That's what first came in mind. Okay. Sweet. Sweet is all very confusing. Right. So I just want to just take a second. Yeah. To say shoving someone in a dresser? Well, first of all, how strange is the word Strike. Right, like the, right. The the pronounced and repeated word strike in all of this. I deny mm-hmm. striking Yolanda. Right. He struck Del- Yolanda. Very I, that I've never I, I don't remember the last time I've heard the word struck used to describe domestic violence. That's what No, and that's why I like I don't know what constitutes a hit. Is it a punch? What I know. constitutes yeah. like a punch or a hit or a strike? Is or it a, a slap? Strike you know yeah i'm not sure I, and it's i mean it's it's awful i think so and i mean i'm not a domestic violence forensic investigator so forgive me but i think hit is meant to intend like this person was trying to cause physical pain whereas maybe struck i don't know actually struck sounds just as bad shoving into a dresser maybe it sounds like he just pushed her into a dresser as he like you know Took the baby angrily. I don't know, right? Like to right. get her out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, very jarring. Very, very jarring. Chandler, what do you think Yolanda did to piss him off? That's really the question here. I think Zayn is like using drugs. I think so Zane. It was is not. I think I'm sure it was over the baby or over something with the baby. And Yolanda is a no BS woman, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see her being able to, you know, if Zane, if she suspects that Zane is using drugs or is, apparently, I think also they were broken up. I think her Gigi and Zane were broken up at the time. Well, but this is what's weird. In the statement that Zane gave on his Twitter, he were, he says, um, in an effort to protect the space, for my child, I agreed to not contest – like, a peaceful sp- space, like, not continue the drama. I agreed to not contest claims arising from an argument I had with a family member of my partners uh-huh. who entered our home. Okay. We know what's Yolanda, so you don't have to, you know – Right. Too- um, less is more in the word count, Zane. Uh, but but additionally, um, partners. He didn't say ex-partner. He didn't I say mean, co-parents. Yeah. I guess I, – to, to me, partner is, doesn't, is not saying we're, we're together. Oh really? Like no partner for in sure this, means together. It, yeah, I get it in other contexts, but in this, to me, I think it could mean like the person I'm raising a child with. Huh, interesting. Like I could see some Hollywood BS with that, but um, I mean okay. they're also just an extremely private couple. Like seeing them, they like you know, I never really totally know if they're together. Right. Well, remember the birthday post that she uh-huh. did? Remember right. that? Right. It's post? very. It's very cool. Yeah. Their relationship is very cool. And she said at the end of her birthday post to him this year, she said, wish you the best every single day. Mm -hmm. Team no sleep. Happiest birthday to our zaddy baba. So special. Love you long time. Thank you for making me a mama to the best girl ever. Wish you the best every single day. This is literally what happens. Every time there's a a dissolution between people who have kids together – any sort of public commentary is always around the kids. He's right, a great right. father. He's an amazing father. They're not They're not together. But then it was Yeah, also- they're not together. And then it was confirmed that Gigi and him had broken up, like, after this. But here's what I think. I do think that yeah. they've had a volatile on-again, off-again relationship. Yeah. And so that's why it's always unclear because, honestly, it's probably unclear to them. They're never right. out of the woods, if we yeah. want you know, but- to quote poet Taylor Swift. Yeah. And Gigi never dates anybody else. Right. So it's no it's yes, exactly. Um so I think um I think what's interesting is I think what's interesting is in my opinion, and this is just my theory you guys, but I think that Yolanda saw the writing on the wall. Gigi is a bleeding heart. She's too young. She's not uh she's not jaded enough yet to realize you got to kick the defective produce to the curb. Um she you know, wants the best for Zayn. Probably has high hopes that eventually it'll work out. Right. But Yolanda is a smart effing woman. Yolanda yeah. is wise. Yolanda gets it. So Yolanda saw that he was a drug addict. Probably could see all these problems. Absolutely. Wanted to, on some level, keep that baby not completely in his care at all times. Hmm. And I think that Yolanda. Um. I think Yolanda leaked this to the press. Yeah. And I think she filed the police report in order to force Gigi's hand. Like, right. people need to know who this guy is, mm-hmm. so you can will give up on this guy. Right, 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 right. That's I my mean, opinion. It's what, such what an else? awful account. Like, the idea of a calling someone anybody a Dutch slut like that just reveals so much about honestly the way you're the your, the misogynistic brain in his head. Like referring like, to a woman in a derogatory oh, way as a slut or whore, that literally means you hate women. Literally, literally, yeah. That's all it means. It's like That's you all. see mm-hmm. women, you as have a that. Madonna whore complex, and yeah. you, you hate women. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I mean, so I it's just totally like agree. yeah, it's sickening, and yeah. Yeah, Ugh. it's really it's really sad, and I do think that like because Yolanda has no reason to really file a police report. What, are, what really? What are like the 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 police right. doing in that Pennsylvania town? Probably took them thirty minutes to get out to literally. The and then and what? also you like oh they're they're writing it. That it's literally just to get it out there and force Gigi to deal with the fact that she has. I mean, that she, this guy needs to. Oh, or I'm sure it was to help with any future custody
2: yeah, situation. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's what so, it is. It's and, both. And he, so, are we to believe that in his statement that he it did in fact happen? Like from like he's admitting to it because he just wants peace again. That his, his statement said basically like I I plead no contest because I don't want to further this, um, but I mean I don't think you do that. I think that if you didn't do anything, yes. You plead Look, not guilty to keep cussed, to keep, you know, to not- You defend it. Yes. You say, absolutely not. I would never. Right. Also, unfortunately for Zane, but the police officer was, or the security guard was there. So there's a witness. Right, right, right. Um, and apparently Zane has, is now on a year of probation, and he's mm-hmm. been ordered not to contact Yolanda or the security guard. So let's do a little prediction time. Let's peer into the crystal ball, the pop-apologist mm-hmm. crystal ball. Yep. um. Zane will be exiting the farm. He probably already has. Uh, I do not think he will be playing John Deere much longer. No. no. Um, and I think that Gigi will get full custody. That's coming down the pipe. Yeah, we'll probably see that this year for sure. Um, and we'll probably see that very soon. And I think that Yolanda is a very, very smart, cunning woman, and she did she forced her daughter to come to grips with right. the reality that she was with so not a good guy. Do you think he was using drugs or do you think he was just vol- normal volatile? Normal terrible volatile. Oh, for sure drugs. I mean, that's yeah. the reason he got fired from One Direction, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know I mean, what it it's it's like
0: he was- yeah, it's like the band split up, but it's it's very clear that he was like, you know, his drug addiction was a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so anyway, Anything else, Chandler, on this? Any other commentary? No, other than, you know, I think Yolanda, a lot of, here's the thing, guys Yolanda, a lot of videos are popping up right now, like surfacing some not so great moments of her on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like where she tells people, you know, Latin people who are working in her house that they need to learn to speak English because they live in America now. And I mean the, Yolanda did that when she came to America but sure. Yeah, we can all excoriate Yolanda. Well, that's no. what, that's what she said. She's like, "I learned how to speak English." She, you know, it's just like it's not a it's not a great scene through a 2021 lens. I will she's just say totally, totally. that I think she is like a really good mom and she does have some also some not great moments where she's talking about, you know, eating and probably spreading toxic eating habits. But you know what? Basically everybody's mom did that and I don't think that she should be burned at the stake. Or that this account is somehow like invalidated because she, you know, had some not so great 2012 mom moments. It is what it is. People are gonna find offense where they want to find offense because yeah. that's that's a great American pastime of losers these days. I don't think Gigi's crying now. Okay, whatever happened in the past, she clearly has a great relationship with Yolanda, and yes. I don't think oh, she's disappointed. She landed that guest campaign. I completely agree. I also think that. Um, I think that people, it's just annoying to me that with Yolanda having this account of Zayn striking her and saying these terrible things that somehow now all of these other videos of Yolanda where she like, you know, is just like being for, for lack of a better word, a very normal mom in this time period. Um, like I just, it's, it's sad to me that like now it's, we're like, people are wanting to cancel Yolanda or at least like show, Hey, she's not a perfect person. She should never have been struck or called a Dutch slut by her, you know, her daughter's partner. Right. Well, it's just uh, it's people world not we going live in. on in their lives. That's also you know? that's probably, and so like then they have to well, and I think there's weird One Direction, you know, Zayn fans. Oh, for sure, for sure. Can yeah. you imagine? That's the hill you want to die on defending right. a has been boy band member. I like, know, I know. No, they exist. They're real. It's disturbing. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't want the Zane hive after us. So let's move on. Right. Um, well, I don't think we're gonna get to odious LinkedIn posts today. Next so week. We'll save that. Yeah. You know, it's week. it's evergreen content. That's true. You guys, also one thing I want to say. Um, I was gonna put this on the Patreon um, but I we have never been we never been able to get to it. So this is just a PSA. Everyone needs to go check out the, a podcast by Shailene Johnson and listen to her talking about her plastic surgery nightmare. It's totally fascinating. It's oh, I, very intriguing. I was riveted. I told – yeah, I could not stop talking about it. It's like she went through something horrible. She also has a great podcast. I'm like very into it all of a sudden. But um, she went through something – absolutely shocking her plastic surgeon is now suing her so um it's like, like for basically exposing horrendous. what was done to her by him so allegedly so anyway you guys all need to go check it out if you want to um to really have your eyes opened to some serious and stuff that's going on these days it's based in orange county which is interesting yeah, yeah. okay okay all right chan all right, right next up. week love you love ya. bye bye